This episode of Half a Star is sponsored by Hugs and Kisses. Remember those? Like the Hershey ones? Hershey's doesn't sell hugs, Ben. Give it the Yeah, they do. Program. They're the white chocolate ones. I'll kill you. Welcome to Half a Star, where we believe bad ideas make great stories. This episode is chock full of some quality content. Ben, tell them what we got. We're so excited about this. Justin, you remember the Toronto Balcony Soprano? Who could forget? We booked them. Taya Kasahara is here alongside their partner, Mel Carroll, who's a writer. So we've got a lot to talk about. It should be a great interview. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. He's Ben. He's Justin. Take it away, Rob. I don't listen because it's a podcast. But if you feel that you must, here they are then, Ben and Justin. Together they are half of a star. And that opening track, folks, was Black Dress Hippie Clap. And that was by DJ John Cupid. Now, you might be thinking, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like a public domain song. That doesn't sound like a public domain song at all. Well, guess what? That's because it's actually by contributing artists. Ben, we've got a contributing artist on the what? show. Yeah, DJ John Cupid. He's just launched his Spotify account. He's releasing the goods to people. So if you're a fan of some cool funky music check out dj john cupid give my boy the what up yeah we are super happy he's uh come on board ben how the h-e double hockey sticks did we get taya casahara and mel carroll on those episodes I think this all got started because our mutual friend, Grace Kimpinski, is also mutual friends between us and Mel because Mel is also a University of Prince Edward Island graduate, don't you know? Don't you know now? Something that I want to pick Mel's brain about a little bit is the idea of the UPEI student newspaper. Do you remember that? Who could forget the unforgettable fire that was UPEI's newspaper, The Cadre? I was, I remember one time I was offered the editor of the art section. Really? I was, and I turned it down. And I don't remember why. I think it had something to do with the fact that they wouldn't let me do any editorials, like any opinion pieces. And that's what I really wanted to be doing, which I think just generally means that what I was looking for at that time in my life was a blog. I do remember one time we were interviewed in our student improv group. We were interviewed at a Wendy's and we were asked a series of basic questions about our improv troupe. And we, we gave the interview and it never printed. I don't remember that at all. Was I there for that? You certainly were. They asked, you, they asked us, uh, what animals would we say we were? <laughs> you, you said I was a golden retriever. And I said you were a three-legged dog, which meant you were loyal but had trouble keeping up with the pack. I do. I remember that. Yeah. That's going to be on my gravestone. Written by me, baby. <laughs> I am really interested in hearing what Mel has to say about uh, her time at UPEI, though. As That'll am be interesting. I. Do you know anything about opera? Uh, I do know a little bit about opera without getting too much into it. Uh, I have spent quite a lot of time with opera singers in my day. What? Kissing them? Yeah. Oh.
Ow! This is the portion of Half a Star where we turn into uh, morning shock jock radio. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Annoying sound effects using my glottal. Wow. Um, all that to say, I have been exposed to opera. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily uh, a fan, but that's not because I don't like it. It's just because I don't know enough about it. So I'm also looking forward to talking to Taya about the opera world and sort of uh, educating myself. Well, you sure better mind your words, young man, or else this story will get spun and put on the headline of the cadre. Extra, extra, read all about it. Ben Hartley hates opera, but loves kissing. An editorial by someone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that it'll be uh, a headline in The Guardian, and I was going to say that they'd have to acknowledge I exist in order for that to happen. Yeah, listeners, The Guardian ran an article about Ben and I starting this podcast. When oh, we... did they? Did they run an article about you and I? <laughs> yeah, well, they ran an article about the podcast, and the headline read... PEI's own Justin Shaw co-hosts a podcast, which is a pretty dumb headline, even, even if you weren't from the island. It's like, oh, local resident co-hosts a, a thing that a lot of other people do. All kidding aside, we do love The Guardian and we thank them very much for the press. Speaking of press, Ben, we have a media sponsor. We do. It's we funny do. that we should mention that. It's not the cadre. It's, it's not, not the Guardian. The, not the Guardian. It's the Buzz. The Buzz. Now, we love the Buzz. The reason we love the Buzz so much is every month they release a, a printed magazine newspaper collection of articles, reviews, uh, updates on arts and culture goings on on Prince Edward Island. And I'm a big fan. I love it. I remember the feeling I got the first time I ever saw my picture in the buzz because I've been in the buzz a fair amount of times in my he's, life, as I'm sure you have. He's been in the buzz a few times. Hey. But it's, it's one of those things. Every sort of... But it's one of those things. Every time a new edition of the buzz comes out, I flick through it. I see my friends in there. I see my colleagues in there. And I'm, I go through with a pen and I circle everything that's coming up that I want to take part in, I want to go to. And they just relaunched after a little time off because yeah. of the COVID pandemic. If you're on PEI in Charlottetown, keep an eye out for the newest edition and make sure to grab your copy. I highly recommend it. I love whenever I come home uh, twice a year to Prince Edward Island, I go to my, my little home in Cardigan, uh, go visit mom. Usually on the fridge, she has a couple cutouts from articles or reviews uh, that I've been in, in the buzz. And Ben, you've been in a few of those in the past. Oh, have I? You've made the Shaw refrigerator Ooh. next to my nieces and nephews <laughs> up above the cookie jar. Yeah. Up above we the all, cookie jar. We all just consider you Uncle Justin on some level. You stay away from the cookie jar, Benton. You've had enough, young man. You've had quite enough. Shall we take it to our guests? Yes, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Let's take it to Taya and Mel. Taya Kasahara is a queer, gender, non-binary, multidisciplinary performer slash creator and first-generation Nikkei Canadian settler proud to make Toronto their home. Taya comes from a background of over a decade of singing both traditional and contemporary operatic roles across North America and Europe, most recently praised as a force of nature by the Toronto Star and an artist with extraordinary things to say by the Globe and Mail. 
They combine opera, theater, and taiko in their artistic practice and co-founded Amplified Opera, a new initiative which is bringing Toronto an injection of creativity and politics of inclusivity. Joining Taya is Mel Carroll. Mel is an award-winning essayist and fiction writer whose recent publications can be found in the New Quarterly, Matador Review, Matrix Magazine, The Globe and Mail, and The Rumpus. She was a Pushcart 2017 Prize nominee and has been shortlisted for Prism International's Creative Nonfiction Prize and a finalist in the Rick DeMarinis Short Story Contest. Her work was also included in Riptides, a collection that was the recipient of the Island Book Award for Fiction and nominated for the Atlantic Book Award. She is currently a freelance writer who moonlights for CBC Television and is working on her first novel. Welcome to the show, folks. How are we doing? We're wearing pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Amazing. That's, That's all we can ask at this time of the time of the world. So thank you for coming on board. How have you been, uh, the both of you, how have you been holding up during this uh, global pandemic? Uh, there's been a lot of drinking. Drinking every day. Every day. Yeah. Avoiding um, the world. Staying inside. Nice. Yeah. A lot of television. I think we've signed up for every monetary cable-like thing you can get. Oh, yeah, we have, yes. we have them all. I, um, we have all of them. We don't have any sponsors, but what would uh, what would you say is your favorite? Killing Cra Eve. Crave. Yeah, Crave. Crave is so good. I am on that Killing Eve train. I've watched two episodes of it now. I am obsessed. Absolutely. I'm it is so hot. With you there. It is. Yeah. It is how we met. It is our <laughs> I'm I'm Villanelle. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna, I <laughs> okay, Mel wants to be Villanelle. Are you only saying this because I'm half Asian? And yes. Sandra always <laughs> yes. That's exactly why I'm saying that. Fine, I'll be Sandra O. Oh, and I am also half too. Russian. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, British actress. I am 100% not Whatever. White, you're white. Perfect. Um, it's all good. So this is our relationship. Sandra O. Oh, Villanelle. Shout out to Sandra O, oh, Canadian <laughs> treasure, right? Yes. Oh, total Canadian treasure. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. We also both love Sandra O oh so much that we watch her on screen and we fight over who would get to be with Sandra O oh if <laughs> consent was given. Oh, uh, by Sandra O, oh, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, because uh, I know that, like, in, in so, like, sometimes couples have their, like, lists of, like, yeah, exemptions. Yeah, you know, and I'm so, saying. yeah, so you get to fight over who oh, she's. Fine. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And we never we never share a list. It's odd. Like we both have very different tastes. Oh, that's that's. Know, but we can partake in the list. We can partake. Like that would be fine. Yeah. That'd right. Fine. <laughs> I just want to say, Crave is the only service I don't have. Which what? Is, oh, I know. Dude, yeah. I know. you got like honestly, Crave plus HBO and movies is yeah. almost all you need. I know. Yeah. And I it's know. Canadian. So. Thirty days free. Check it out. I should. Yeah. Justin. If you want to be a lesbian, you need to get crazy. Well, damn it. <laughs> get on it. I'm watching Scrubs right now. Oh. How, I know. How, how, how non-lesbianic. How <laughs> white man in your 20s are you right now? <laughs> Speaking as somebody who is also watching Scrubs at the moment. You're listening to a podcast about Scrubs. You're a living stereotype. Oh, yeah. No, I'm literally listening to the Scrubs Rewatch podcast as I rewatch oh. Scrubs. My head is so far up my own ass right now. It's not even funny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. At least you can admit it. Yeah. Well, you know. 
I've, I've had to take really, some long looks in the mirror about it, but it, I'm I'm finally there. I think it has a really cool soundtrack. Oh, no. I like the shins. Oh, no, no. All right, and uh, enough about enough about uh, my embarrassing tastes in pop culture. Uh, let's get in to arts and culture. None. We'll put the scrub. I don't want. Let's no get a little scrubs. higher brow here, Justin. Don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a TV show. I'll watch. Uh, don't later. get no love from me. Don't get love from me. I'll tell <laughs> no. you that much. <laughs> Never got love from me. No. The whole premise behind this show is we believe bad ideas make great stories. It's a scientifically proven theorem, right, Ben? I was gonna. I was gonna defer to Melissa on this one. She yeah. has the science degree. Ah, yes. You know what? The petri dish is real, and I see. This is correct. Yeah. There is, cul- there is culture growing in this Petri dish of a podcast. Apparently, I read my Petri dish like tarot cards, but it's fine. <laughs> All the same, it's science. <laughs> Half star idea. What we got? I-, I didn't prepare for this part of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, we both were like, what funny story are they going to tell us? I don't know. I just saw like <laughs> Maritime or Islanders. I'm like, call and fight Mel. Mel will figure it out. Guys, we were drunk. <laughs> oh no. Okay. It's all right. We we're, got not, this. we're not drunk now. No. We're not drunk. Mel didn't drink at all yesterday. I didn't. I had one day off. I actually wanted to give myself a medal for that one day off. Yeah. I only had one beer and a half at like four o'clock in the afternoon. So. Yeah, okay. And yeah, a half. Half a beer was it? <laughs> A leftover half, or did you just say, you know what, I'm done, just half? I know it was that. It was the latter. It was like, you know what, I'm done. Oh. It had a star on it. It was a Sapporo can. So one half star. There you go. Get it? Hey, half. it was a half star. Done. There. done. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Crushed it. Okay. So Tay and I had been together for a while at this point. And we had done all the, the rugged things you're supposed to do as a, a newly together queer couple. So we did the kind of backpacking and the camping. But our last camping trip, we realized something very early in. Well, yeah. A chipmunk devoured a baby tiny gray little mouse and I caught it on film. So that was already a huge sign that, that our camping days were over. <laughs> So that Tia, was the start. That was yeah. the beginning of this. <laughs> we had no camping gear either, so we borrowed from friends. And so we didn't know how to set anything up. Like, we just proved we were failures as lesbians from the beginning. <laughs> and then, I wear plaid right now, but oh yeah, don't we, let it fool you. We're, we're wearing both plaid. wearing plaid. <laughs> Everyone, we're wearing plaid. I have piercings, okay? I've done this. Lots of tattoos, Got it. you know. But the camping is just, it's not okay. <laughs> So we also then set up the tent. Well, did we? I don't, we might've paid someone to set it up. I don't even know. <laughs> our friends, our friends did it. Beer. They felt bad for us. Um, but then we go in the tent and you know, I'm, I'm cool. Cause I'm, I'm okay. I come from PEI. I think my, my house was essentially a shack for the first, you know, 20 years of my life. Right. Halo was like, it's dirty in here. So I, I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't bring a vacuum to <laughs> nature. <laughs> yeah. You know, they really wanted me to. So we realized after not sleeping because of back problems. Well, the mattress deflated in the <laughs> evening. Of course. That always happens. And then you the end mattress. up on the ground, literally. 
we, we just, you know, we just realized after it was too loud, like the nature was too loud. Like, how do you sleep when there's nature, you know? So rain and bears. It's just a lot. Right. <laughs> so it smelled clean. Like, I don't know. It was too much for us. So we decided that we needed to be adults about this and invest in an all-inclusive. Ah, uh, yes. The opposite okay. end of the spectrum. Yes. We had never decided to do this. We actually won a trip. So yes. Mel's oh. friend won us a radio contest, all-inclusive trip to Jamaica. Wow. And we were like, well, we just got married and we can't afford a honeymoon because the Toronto Island flooded and we had to relocate and redo right. everything like within nine days. We got married. So that's good. But we're like, oh, we'll figure out the honeymoon later. Right. So like, yeah, the, the road to our marriage was a disaster. Um, it was beautiful. It was beautiful chaos. But yeah, our, our venue got flooded um, and canceled. Oof. Then they were like, <laughs> they actually said to us, well, we recommend because you can't get married here that you cancel your wedding. And this was like <laughs> nine days out. And I'm like, and apparently uh, there's a thing called wedding insurance. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're not Virgos. I don't read shit. <laughs> didn't even know we had to do this half star story so <laughs> wedding insurance isn't that what a divorce is come yeah. on <laughs> yes exactly so, that was, up. Yeah. so i i have a bit of island fire in me so i very politely <laughs> told her that she'd best sort it <laughs> no she was like yelling into the phone and then she like burst into tears i was very polite there were only three fucks and uh, Yes. I don't know if she understood them, so You fine. best get it sorted. <laughs> Fucking now. <laughs> me yeah, and my cousins. really came out of that phone call. Got uh, yes. Yeah. Two fists. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we, we had a venue. It was great. Everyone showed up, but it was really stressful. We also, I, I don't know, I think this is happening on the island as well, where uh, people recognize that they can turn their homes into Airbnbs. Yep. So we got booted on our ass as well. So we were homeless as well as um, almost not married. And so, yeah, our friend wrote this really beautiful story. She's a writer. Um, and we won this trip, which was ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, and it was like, we are usually do backpack kind of stuff where we do everything on the cheap, right? You know, mm -hmm. like hostels, hostels, <laughs> you know, who needs, who needs to sleep lying down? Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't need that. We have a hammock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. It works. It's not our bed, but we have one. <laughs> it's like Gilligan's Island, just two hammocks like stacked <laughs> on each other. Good night, Skipper. <laughs> That's a very, very topical reference. Good night, honey. And my top hammock. Yeah. So we we uh, find out about this trip, and so we get to the airport, and there's like um, we we uh, there's a sign with our names on it when we arrive and we're like what is going on and so mr and mrs carol mr and mrs <laughs> carol oh so god i win <laughs> that's why i am villainous <laughs> from killing you you got that oh tell them about the bags too oh no i totally will okay. so, <laughs> so we get mr and mrs carol so um we get in the car and we drive and I think the driver recognizes somewhat that one of us is not a mister, but I can't tell, you know, the, the mustache is real. So you, whatever, you just let things go. So we get there and this, this is like a 20 star hotel. Like you're doing a half star story. This hotel, we were too dirty to be in this hotel. <laughs> we, we looked underdressed. We just, 
we just looked. We looked cool. We had like awesome like band t-shirts on. We and, looked like, like dykes. jeans <laughs> and blunt stones. It was really hot at this point in Jamaica. <laughs> and we're like, okay, we need to get into like some, you know, more appropriate beach attire. We but... also passed by 39 churches, we're sure. Yeah, we did. 39. <laughs> There were so many. I was like, church, church. It was like PI. It was like PI. Yeah. Yeah, totally. In every corner. Totally. Yeah. I didn't go into those churches either. <laughs> um, so we get to our place and we recognize pretty early in that they'd never seen lesbians before, which is fine. It's okay. We're on our honeymoon, but that's all right. It's all going to work out. So we go to our room, our suite, and there's two beds. Two queen beds. Two queen beds. And so, no, but Mel had did call, did call like a week before and said, you know, it's my honeymoon. We would like the king size bed. We would like to consummate our marriage <laughs> in a bed that is not two different ones. Um, right. <laughs> so she, the woman who took us in, was very confused by my request to maybe get a, a room with a king size. No, and then I quickly like sh like hushed her. You're like, no, we're fine. Yeah, I was sure we were gonna die. That was that was the also because well, we were gonna die. <laughs> you, do you know what's really sexy on your honeymoon? <laughs> when your wife is positive, you're gonna die all the time. There That's were, sexy. There were Ooh. stingrays in the water. Yeah, there were. You know, there was a lot going on too. So we the week was in, incredible, but it was too much. You know what I mean? Like it was mm. like five star. It was weird. It was too much. So then the, on the third day. Uh, you have to do a presentation. You have to attend a presentation. This is like what they Oh, like a, like a timeshare thing? Or? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh. So here's the problem. When you are in a country that is uh, struggling with its own ideas about homosexuality, the people who are there on their honeymoon who are gay are loaded the whole time. Because that's the only way to kind right. of get mm -hmm. to cope. Ardent homophobia is just yeah. to, to drink a lot of punch. Or unwanted, like you know sexual uh, advances advances by many men and okay. yeah. many men asking if we're sisters even though we're different races. so we became so we sisters i had long hair at the time it, it kind of worked guys i was sleeping with my sister this is an island story and so <laughs> you best get that sorted out <laughs> you best get that sorted no children involved so we um went to this meeting <laughs> and Dan and i they kept placating us with more like champagne, champagne. champagne. Uh, and they thought we were sisters at this point. Um, I think I don't know what they thought at this point. Who friends, was? friends. Oh, we were best, best friends now. Friends, right? Oh yes, we had cover husbands. Mine was a deadbeat. <laughs> I would call mine every day on his lunch break. Yes, Taya called her husband, and I I was angry at my husband because he was a deadbeat. <laughs> Those deadbeats. Deadbeats. Classic. I deadbeat like a hundred times during that. <laughs> Mine were My done. deadbeat husband. <laughs> what an awful phrase though, deadbeat. I, <laughs> I want to beat him till he's dead. dead. And then <laughs> Hun. I'll, I'll sue him for alimony. So we go to this meeting and everything's great. And then they start telling us about this amazing deal that you can pay money into, but they don't mention the money part. Mm. Like if you do this, then you get all of these amazing trips. And it's like, don't you deserve it? Don't you deserve a vacation? And now that you're planning for it, you don't have to think about it. It's just there. There's no thinking. Hmm. I'm in. Right? <laughs> when they're like, don't worry, what's your credit card number? We're like, here it is. Sounds great. <laughs> so we signed up for this no. thing called 
travel smart. No. Travel smart. smart. Yep. Don't travel stupid. Travel, travel smart. smart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we did do that, and so the the rest of the time when we were there, we were just eating and drinking and, and all of the things, and then we kept saying, did we do the right thing? <laughs> do, we got we got locked in for, what, seven years? Oh, yeah, something? seven years. Because they lock you in for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and had, had money changed hands at that point? Yes. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, oh yeah, dear. Like, don't you do, like, a down payment or something? I don't remember. Anyway. But we, money got left there, wow. and they took our money. And so we came home, and we were like, that vacation was a bit sad, but we, you know. Free? It was free. Smart? Right. Except we signed Except, up. Yeah. Travel smart. Then we didn't use it. Um, you're supposed to use it every year. You get, like, points or something. And then you is, lose the points if you don't use them, so you have to use them. Which requires someone to be on it, you know? And and neither of us is on any ball of any type. Get Except it? Except a soccer ball. I get, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> he's still like, why didn't you read the fine print of Travis Why? <laughs> also, not... Fine. Not to speak too superstitiously here, but seven years is the same amount of years of bad luck you get if you break a mirror. So should have been well, should have been a clue. That the biggest part of bad luck um, was COVID, because now we are paying every month for our amazing travel smart, and we actually are can't even travel. Like no one can travel. Right. We still have to pay, you see, because we we signed the contract. So, uh, half star idea. Uh, Maybe not even half. I might be, I don't know, can you get like just a tip of the star? Like the top of the star? I'll give you one seventh a star. Hey, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> We've also paid by this point in time, because it's every month, for like 32 vacations that we've not no. been on. More like two. Uh. Mel likes to exaggerate. She's a writer, right? <laughs> I guess you're yeah. stimulating someone's economy. I don't know exactly. I hope so. You yeah. Know, I hope they build another church. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> they need more. That would be like the, the perfect uh, tribute to your generosity, I think. What I love. <laughs> what oh, I lo we, uh, we do have one more tiny part of that. Story. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Okay, I was so just about to say what I love about this whole story is that it just keeps compounding. You think that's the half star. And then it's like, no, wait, there's Well, you, you there's started more. strong with nature attacking itself. Well, and then, yeah. It's like an omen. Isn't, isn't there like a thing in Macbeth where they're like, hey, I think some, this old man is like, hey, I think some, something real tricky is going to go down tonight. I just saw a horse eat another horse. And then Ross is like, shut the fuck up, old man. I don't know what's going on here. Three witches, they just completely bypass those, that, those warnings. Who cares about witches? Hey, Banquo, do you want to talk about that later? Hmm, nope. Let's just pretend nothing happened. Um, so, so the last three days of our honeymoon, um, <laughs> after we bought this travel smart, um, we decided to, to kind of go to the buffet and just eat our feelings, which we're really good at. And so there was some meat that was oh, yeah. out. Uh oh. Taya says to me, do you think that meat's okay? And I say, yeah, no, that's okay. Fine. So like, it's good. You know when sometimes you're just feeling like some cold cuts and some pieces of cheese and some yep. crackers and a little pickle or a little know, charcuterie. Yeah, charcuterie plate, oh, right? Buffet. Like as a yeah. dinner, you know, it's just like a chill yeah. dinner and can nibble. I was just jonesing for that. 
in Jamaica, you know, when it's 35 degrees out and really humid, and it's been sitting on ice. And I'm like, there was ice. There was sushi. There was sushi everywhere and sashimi. I'm like, this is, I'm sure it's fine. It's going to be fine. People are eating the sushi. My science degree kicked in, and I was like, looks good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this I was getting, you know, when you get overwhelmed by all of the choice and all of the saturation of all the flavors and everything, it's like, I don't know, eating any kind of food just over and over again all the time. So I just wanted something simple. So I had this plate (laughs) for dinner. So then we go back to the hotel room. And I'm starting to get really cold, but I'm sweating. And some, (laughs) some chill, like, sweats are happening. Yeah. And then... Taya says, maybe that meat wasn't good. And I say, it can't be that. And then Taya starts. No, we thought maybe I got too much sun or something. Yeah. Or I was just drunk or I don't all know. Just things. like all of the compounding. Mm-hmm. Compounded homophobia. I mean, there's all a lot of it. going on, right? Oh. We like spent all this money for seven years. <laughs> you know, so, this homophobia is making me have to poo. Oh, so I start running a fever and I'm like, I can't get warm. So Mel runs me like this hot bath. We've turned off the air conditioning. So it's like, it's getting warm and hot in the room. I did a anyway. cold bath, didn't I? No, you did a hot bath because oh, I couldn't get my temperature science. up. I was, it was really, really, really freezing. So then I, when I was able to sit in the hot bath and then I broke the fever and then it was like opening the floodgates. It was bad. Just everything. Wow. Every hole in the body. Oh, God. <laughs> it was more my mouth. Yeah, there, were, there were other <laughs> So then... The next day. The next day. So Taya... So this is the last three days of our honeymoon. Taya is violently ill. Last two days, actually. Last two days, yeah. And then, so we had to... This is the best part of the story, as far as I'm <laughs> we concerned. We called the hotel doctor. Yeah, so we called the hotel doctor, and we're like, we think your um, meat made us sick, like my wife sick. And they were like, no, no, no. That can't be possible. We test the food every day or There was every ice. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, well, cool, but we are definitely not okay. So we, we got to do something. And so the front desk was like, okay, well, um, we have a doctor. Or a nurse. Nurse, yeah, nurse. who can take a look. And in these cases, what we do is we have a preliminary look, and then you can decide if you want treatment. I'm like, okay, cool. That Which sounds, costs like $500 sure. to see level. the doctor like in the actual state. But it's treatment that lasts seven years. So seven that's years. <laughs> yeah, it's like full-on treatment for seven years. Yeah. So uh Taya had to get up and out of bed and we had to go down was it it's down the elevator yeah I think we were on like a certain level of the of the resort the mansion Um, and I had had nothing in my stomach I think Mel had brought back like Gatorade Gatorade maybe Mm. or you know one of those like NRC packets you put in water and I could barely even like get half of that down so (laughs) so this cute little guy escorts us to the nurse's office on the ground level and I'm like walking like I'm like 98 years old. Tia literally. looks like The Walking Dead. Like, you could <laughs> have been in that show. Yeah. As one of the zombies. But really slow Walking Dead. On our right. honeymoon. Let me just reiterate. <laughs> We're supposed to fly literally the next We're day. We're supposed to be having sex all the time. <laughs> one of two queen size beds. <laughs> So we're in the elevator and poor Taya. Like, I don't feel good. Like, oh, just, we're no. just going down one floor. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel good. good. And this poor man is like, just, he's scooching over ever so slightly. But he's trying not to be rude, right? But you can tell he's like, what the fuck is up with these people? And he's in like a beautiful penguin suit right now. Too. He looks great. Yeah. He looks great. And then he opens the door and Taya, that was it. No, I threw up in my mouth and I was like, uh. 
and it was coming through my fingers. Uh. This man. And and then it, then thank God there was a janitorial cart like, right there, cart. and so I was able to do the rest of everything that I needed to do into that garbage can. Wow. That cart. And the poor man is covered in puke, and he he's, he's not covered he's in like, puke. <laughs> No, he didn't even say anything. He just kind of was like, and then just uh, walked away. For those of you who can't see that, it was disgust yeah. on the face. Uh, Utter. But then I broke my fever again, and I felt so much better. It felt great. And so I'm in this nurse's office, sweating profusely, because the <laughs> fever is breaking again. It was very attractive. And I'm like, you know what? I think I feel okay. I don't think I want this $500 treatment um, that you're offering me right now. And then, so she's like, well, I'm uh, legally obliged to say that you have to sign these and that you're, you know, what, what's the word? Like your death warrant, not wanting treatment. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You so did that. I ate crackers for the rest, rest of the, of the trip. day and the, and on the way home. And then we got back to Toronto. Best wow. honeymoon ever. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much to your friend that won you that trip. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Yeah, we thanked her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's so funny is it was all expenses paid, and yet you still found a way to spend money, like yeah. on a like vacation. Ten grand, I'm pretty sure. We don't. Wow. <laughs> I don't do math. But we did take a trip uh, in December to Mexico. Yeah, oh, we did this good. resort thing, and okay. that was a lot of fun. We almost okay. signed up. We again. almost signed up again. <laughs> Like bought in again for another 30 years. We almost did. <laughs> but the man who was trying to rope us in, okay, they did a really good job. They had two women who were really smart and beautiful and just like, you know, really trying to like get, and then to like the, the hook nails, slinker, whatever that phrase is. Hook, line, and sinker. Thank you. English degree. English degree. Me Mel is um, from PEI. She, she they, knows fishing. Yeah. She knows fishing. Yeah. I know fishing. They bring out this really slimy, grimy, misogynist guy. And I was just like, oh, he was a douche. Nope. <laughs> and we're like, thank you. But no, I had to like hold Mel, like kind of pinch her leg at one point because she was going to lose it on him. Like PEI style. It was going to be. <laughs> you know, when you take the beer bottle and you like take the teeth out. That's. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Like he was being super, like, super old school snooker world. Like going through. <laughs> yeah, I'm breaking that out. I'm also, it's been a while since I've heard take the teeth out. That's a. That's a <laughs> damn. Like, the denture teeth? Or? No, no, you, you take their front teeth out with your beer bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Take their teeth out. It's funny because I, as soon as you mentioned meat from a buffet, I was like, I know precisely where this yeah, is going. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Cold. <laughs> Cold cuts. Yeah. It was on ice. Yeah. <laughs> Geez, you would think in cold cuts there wouldn't be anything remotely resembling real food left in it to go to go bad, but there you go. There you go. Right? Right? Again, yeah. science fails us. Yeah. My PI science degree has failed me once again. <laughs> Wasn't it like in ornithology or something? Yes, it was the study of birds. <laughs> so if it had been poultry, you would have been fine. I would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> if there was chicken there, we would be fine. Yeah. No, it wasn't chicken. It was pink. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been yeah. an absolute ball. We've had so much fun with the both of you. Us too. Yeah. I think Thanks for having us. This is great. I do have one final question before we let you go, though. So off the top of the show, we were talking about Hershey's hugs and kisses. And I was curious because Justin didn't seem to know what I was talking about. Have either of you ever tried to floss your teeth with the little strip of paper that came in the package? 
so I think they hung up, and I honestly, this this time, I really can't say that I blame them. Those were our coolest guests. Our well, coolest just about- guests, Ben. I'm not. I'm not even a little happy with you right now. We're gonna talk about this later. Well, that just about does it for another episode of Half a Star. For our guests, thank you very much for showing up, and uh, thank you for listening. He's Justin. He's Ben. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Don't go to the park. And Black Lives Matter. Daryl.